Welcome to Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry, a podcast dedicated to changing the way women eat to lose weight so they can feel their hottest. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, former fad dieter turned registered dietitian. Each week, I'll share all of my favorite healthy eating tips and swaps, help you through frustrations on your journey, and show you the science behind losing weight. Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry is here to make weight loss simple, fun, and easy to stick to for life. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Hot, Healthy, Never Hungry. Today is an extremely special episode, and for those of you guys that haven't heard the news, I am pregnant. Oh my goodness, how crazy of a thing for me to say. It is so surreal. And I just want to say before getting into anything on today's episode and giving you the lowdown of what we're going to talk about, as someone now that is pregnant and thinking about all of the emotions that come with trying to conceive, once you conceive, what happens in this process, of course, I am going to talk about the fact that I'm pregnant and I am going to be openly sharing about my journey. But at the same time, I really, really feel for women who are trying to conceive and having any sort of difficulty, any sort of roadblock, anything related to infertility. So of course, if this show is triggering or upsetting to anyone because of your own personal journey, please take a moment, please potentially skip this episode. But for those clients out there, and especially women in the TSN community that are mothers, I have been so excited and honestly, it's been so difficult not to share this news with you guys. And truthfully, it actually is very surreal sitting here towards the end of my first trimester, just about to wrap it up and you know, sharing this part of my journey with you guys because gosh, it has given me so much new perspective on what happens to our bodies, what happens as we grow a little one in our bodies during this time. And all of the things that come with motherhood becoming possible for us. So I am so excited to share my journey with you guys. And I really wanted to use today's episode as actually really to get you up to date on the past few months because it's so weird because I'm so blunt and honest. It has been so difficult, not just not telling people, but to show up on social media and not tell like the full picture of what's going on as I was in the first trimester. I felt at times scared. I felt lonely. I felt even in a weird way, like not authentic because I didn't feel great, but like I couldn't tell everyone why I didn't feel great or I didn't want to rather tell people why I didn't feel great because I also didn't want to jinx anything because you get so scared. So by the end of today's episode, especially for all of the mothers out there and anyone who is trying to conceive, I consumed a lot of content about pregnancy even prior to me obviously getting pregnant myself. If you ever want to expand your family and you know have a candid conversation about, okay, what happened in that first trimester right after you figure out the news and just get you guys up to date with my life, this episode is certainly for you. So I actually first wanted to start off this episode and tell you guys a little bit about when I found out I was pregnant because I kid you not, I found out I was pregnant three weeks into my pregnancy. Now for context, ladies, Some women find out four weeks, five weeks, even six weeks. I've had some friends find out around like six, seven weeks. I found out three weeks. So all of those memes about, okay, when you find out on three weeks, like your pregnancy feels longer, I really felt that way because to wait for that first appointment, you don't just go in right away. Like you have to actually wait for your first appointment, which I didn't realize. I thought like, okay, you get pregnant, you immediately go to the doctor. No, I was in for a rude awakening. 
I had to wait quite a few weeks. We're going to get into that part of my story, but I found out I was pregnant at three weeks. And honestly, during the third week, I felt so ravenously hungry, way different than like period hunger, like my period is coming on. And I just felt like lethargic. I just felt a little off. And then I was beginning to have like some weird nausea, a little bit of weird stomach upset, but I was maybe I am pregnant, but like I don't really know. So then what happened is fast forward, that was during the week. And then on Saturday, I actually was out with Josh. I was, you know, feeling pretty good, but in the car, I was having these weird moments with my stomach and nausea. And I was like, you know what? Let's take a pregnancy test when I go home. And of course, the plot of this whole story thickens because I had one pregnancy test left in my house. And I take this test. I'm like, okay, this is it. We got to make sure that this test is showing up what we wanted to. So I take the test. The test actually showed this weird, like faint line. And I've taken a pregnancy test before. So I was like, I didn't want to get my hopes up because we were trying to conceive and I had wanted to have a baby and start a family, but I I didn't want to get my hopes up as well. So anyway, I take this test. There's this weird fuzzy line. I hadn't told Josh by this point because if anything, like I wanted to surprise him and like I just wasn't really sure what was going on. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I assumed it was negative because it really didn't have a line even after the allotted time. So I was like, okay, let me put it away. I like hid it in my drawer in the bathroom actually. And then me and Josh, it was Saturday. Florida State football was playing. So we turned on the TV. We began having like snacks. We had dinner reservations for the night. So we were just kind of like chilling. And then around 10 minutes later, after like snacking up on the couch, I actually go back to the bathroom. And I also noticed I was like peeing a little bit more, but who knows if that was a pregnancy symptom, I drank a lot of water. And so I actually looked at the test again, and I saw a dark, straight, very defined line. And I was like, holy shit, is this what I think it is? Because I actually thought like maybe the test was defective. So... (laughs) I didn't have this whole moment. Typically, I feel like most people would think someone like myself would because I'm so basic and extra. I always thought, okay, I'm going to have this test. I'm going to record it. I'm going to make a cute little display. I'm going to tell Josh in a really fun way. No, I immediately go to my living room. He has cheese literally in his mouth. I show the test and I'm like, holy shit. And he's like so surprised because he had no idea I was having these symptoms. He had no idea I thought I was pregnant. He also had no idea I was about to come out of the bathroom with that test. So it was just a super cool, surreal moment. We were obviously really excited, really happy. But I think like anyone, like when you first find out you're pregnant, you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like my life is about to change. But also it's so early on. And honestly, I, you know, a lot of my girlfriends that I talk to that are going through this process or have gone through this process, I feel like we all have this universal experience where you find out you're pregnant and immediately you're going into Google and you're like, what to do when you find out that you're pregnant. So we start Googling all these different things. I start looking up symptoms. I actually use the Flow app, totally not sponsored, guys. I actually had a whole bunch of girlfriends who successfully conceived using the Flow app. And I must say, the Flow app really helped me like learn about my cycle, learn about trying to conceive, and just really learning about everything. So you know, long story short, I found out I was pregnant. We went to dinner that night and we were at dinner and we were like, okay, you know, we had this test for like starting to plan out all these cool things, having like these really awesome conversations, like super exciting. And on the way home, I started getting like hot flashes. I definitely didn't feel 100% myself. Already like was like, you know, we're not having alcohol at dinner because I'm pregnant. But then your mind goes to like, okay, I actually want to make sure, am I actually pregnant? Could the test have been a false positive? 
So what we actually did after dinner is we stopped at CVS on the way home and we picked up, I believe it was three different pregnancy tests from different providers. Of course, things like Clear Blue, you know, all the different brands. And we wanted to do that. I really wanted to do that to be like, okay, let's make sure. And at this point, my period wasn't supposed to come for a little bit of time. Like I said, I was on week three, like my cycle's a little bit different. So anyway, like just wanted to like double check. So I'm like, maybe like I just tested too early. Like I'm not sure, but I am having these symptoms. I kid you not, I peed on a stick and all three of the tests immediately showed up positive. Like I'm not talking even the full amount of time, like the HCG in me, that hormone guys, if you're not familiar, that rises when you're pregnant. Girl, that was popping off. So at that point, I knew I was pregnant. I was certainly having symptoms. I was also having this weird bloating and stuff. So that is how I found out I was pregnant on that very special day. Now, really what surprised me this first trimester and when I think about each week of my pregnancy thus far, I think a lot of women can really relate. But the two things that stand out for me are actually three things. The stuff related to mindset and like the psychology of knowing that you're pregnant, knowing your life is about to change, but also being just so scared that something's going to go wrong. That's the first thing. The second thing is the symptoms you experience and just like the ebbs and flows of it and being able to like to decipher and cope with it. And then I'd say the third related to symptoms, but in almost like a different category is the body changes during this time. Because for myself, I came into this journey feeling so incredibly healthy, feeling really fit. I mean, guys, this also happened during Fit Girl Fall where I was literally preparing to run a 5K. I was like, I want to be so fit. I want to work out. I want to run two to three days a week, add it into my current routine. Like I was so motivated and so feeling good. And then this happened, which didn't, we're going to talk about it, my goals and priorities and workouts and body. Immediately, I felt such a shift. I felt such a change. And I will say it was hard at first for me also because I was hiding this from the internet. I was hiding this from people in my life. And also, you just don't feel like yourself. My clothes, honestly, around week five, because of all of the bloating, I actually did a huge shopping spree for myself because I was actually starting to get really down on myself. Because when you feel so confident and hot and sexy in your body, and then you have this bloating that comes out of nowhere that is just so intense and makes me that wears tight clothes like nothing fit, it was really tough. And so I also feel for my clients, not just like when you are not confident in your body, but it is scary, I think is a proper word to use, even for me as a dietitian that helps women postpartum lose weight all the time. But you know, going through it myself, I think it is a very different experience. And it just gives me a lot of perspective because you're going through so many changes. There's so many hormonal changes. And of course, your body is changing. And I, you know, I think what's really surprised me about you know, the mindset piece, the psychological piece I mentioned, number one, number two is the symptoms, and number three is the body changes, is just how magical our bodies are and how they know what they need to do. What really surprised me about my pregnancy symptoms is whatever your plans are for the day and how your intentions, I use that word intention so much when you're on like a fitness journey. I had full-blown intentions to be so fit, to be so healthy, to feel me and my baby and like have this kick-ass pregnancy and I still have these goals. But let me tell you the first trimester, gosh, there were days that I had full intentions of getting my 10,000, 8,000 steps a day, going to the gym, keeping up with everything. But then when you don't feel good, when you were having these intense food aversions, when you wake up and you had the shittiest night of sleep, or honestly, for me, sometimes 
not every day, but I will randomly get severe anxiety for literally no reason to go through a mood swing. And like sometimes even my body literally feels hot. You know, what really surprised me is that you have to really ride the wave and you might have intentions, but like you have to be in tune with your body because your body is going to communicate whether or not it's supposed to do something. And something one of my girlfriends actually said to me that I really, really took, especially in this first trimester when I was so nervous about, you know, miscarrying or something being wrong with the baby or, you know, just like all of the scary things that happen is your body is communicating what it needs for you. So if you are craving carbs, just want to eat a bagel, you just want to have French fries, you want nothing to do with chicken breasts, you like whatever your body is communicating to you, like that is because it needs something. And I think related to a fitness journey, that incredibly has to be emphasized on your pregnancy journey, which is this other aspect of your fitness journey as well. Like I think sometimes we assume fitness is being lean, being what we call fit, you know, feeling really good. I think what pregnancy has really taught me is there are going to be different phases and different aspects to your overall fitness journey. And you're going to have to adapt to what's going on in your life and to your body. But being fit really has can have multiple meanings in your life and isn't always going to look the same for each person. But on that note, I want to dive into a little bit more of my symptoms and not just what I've learned throughout this process, but what also really applies to a healthy fitness pregnancy journey. And I do just want to say full disclaimer, and I want to talk about this more on my page, especially now that I am talking about pregnancy more because of everything in my life that I am going through, which I've, I've been so excited for this chapter and sharing it with you guys. But I will say one of the most important things I really love that so many of my clients in the past have come to me with, but I really, really think is important is improving your relationship to food and becoming fit and balanced and healthy prior to conceiving. And I think a lot of women come to me wanting to be at a healthy body weight before conceiving because they know they're going to gain weight during the process. But I think it actually extends so far beyond just the weight on the scale. But to be able to be fit and healthy and primed, knowing that, especially this first trimester, I've been eating like a a freaking child, guys. Like All of my habits, I feel like some days I wake up and I'm like, what has happened to me? I am not getting my steps. I am skipping my workouts. I feel like crap. My head is just all over the place. And all I want are French fries, chicken nuggets, and bagels for breakfast and lunch and dinner. Like I can't even, like there are times where I didn't even want protein, like so crazy. But I know it's important, especially for me and the growing baby. So it was definitely a mind F. It really was. So Some of the symptoms I experienced, especially with food, and I kind of already alluded to it, guys, is I absolutely started to have food aversions probably around week six to seven. And honestly, it was really tough. And you might notice it in my content a little bit, and maybe I just noticed it more, but it became really difficult for me to be inspired and talk about food to you guys. And my clients, you know, I put on a super brave face with it. Um, and typically the time of my coaching calls with my clients and when I was doing check-ins were times where like I was feeling really good. But, you know, especially in the morning, some of the things that really had to shift in my diet this first trimester for me is every morning before I got up, I apps or not before I got up, oh my goodness, when I got up, I had to start my day with some sort of carb, whether it's toast. Um, I went through probably I think it was like week six or seven every morning, like I wanted to have a bagel for breakfast. Like I just had to have a bagel, at least a half or full bagel right when I got up in the morning. I started to eat more frequently throughout the day. I, you know, I could stomach big meals, 
I, especially like in the evening time. And I definitely got hunger in the evening, but you know, I went through periods where I didn't want fruit. I went through periods where I went from being a caffeine junkie before pregnancy to obviously cutting it out, which was a little bit difficult with my caffeine tolerance and some of those, you know, removing it symptoms, put it that way and not having it anymore. But then, oh my goodness, there were times where like, even when I was having coffee, like I wouldn't even have a cup a day. Like it was, I, I felt so inspired to do like Starbucks swaps for you guys, despite all the holiday drinks. I definitely didn't want chicken. I'm like, if I'm having chicken, it has to be breaded and I want it with ketchup. Um, like, like literally that kind of stuff. I had, I loved cheese, especially the first trimester. So especially for me, I had a lot of trouble this first trimester thinking about, okay, how the heck am I going to eat protein when I feel like so sick? I don't feel very good. I literally don't want any protein foods. So I relied on sometimes even proteins that have protein in them, but they're not like super high quality sources. And I really just allowed myself to ride the wave of like, okay, this isn't going to be forever. Like my appetite is usually never like this. Like I don't want salads. I don't want fruit. And I like love fruit guys. So I just allowed myself each day and, and you know, to honor what I wanted. And, you know, I, I ended up the day we shot our pregnancy photos, like the announcement photos, we went to this uh, fish, like fried fish place. I've been like really wanting fried fish since Josh has talked about it. I got it like two times in the past week. Oh my goodness. And, you know, I, I didn't order what like the healthy version of Lauren, like the fit version of myself would. And, you know, what's weird is I always talk about like making the choice that like you're supposed to and living up to the person you want to be. But I allowed myself in pregnancy to honestly indulge a little bit more and honestly eat different foods than I normally do because I also really recognized and I was listening to my body because my body really just didn't want what I normally wanted. And so of course I did try to find balance and find, you know, small ways to make sure that I still was showing up for myself and, you know, fueling me and the baby in the proper way. But I think especially what has been most surprising this first trimester is just how much your preferences can change day to day. And honestly, I definitely found like if I wasn't eating frequently enough, I was experiencing more nausea. I never got like vomiting or sickness, knock on wood, but I did experience nausea. And so I found myself like eating things like carb rich for sure was definitely um, something that I wanted to do. But I always tried to pair it at least with a fat source, even if I couldn't pair with a protein source all the time. But I do just want to say, I feel like you know, especially when it comes to weight loss, you see what people are eating online and you're like, okay, you feel this pressure, right? But I feel like with pregnancy, that actually happened to me where I was seeing other pregnant people that I follow and they're eating like these high protein balanced breakfasts, like sharing their journeys. And I'm like, I need some like real talk because my first trimester, the thought of eating no bagel in the morning or like a little portion of a bagel, but then having like salmon locks and you have to have eggs with it. Like that was not going to be something I could do every day. The thought of that actually turned me off. I bought foods for the first time that I haven't bought in so darn long. I was buying bagels like crazy. I was buying the full fat versions of my favorite foods. I also started having foods that like Josh usually eats that like usually aren't even things that interest me. Like I typically like plain non-fat Greek yogurt and making like parfaits and bowls. I started eating the Chobani drinkables. This morning I had like a Fairlife protein shake. So I I was trying to find ways that I could still get in that protein. But definitely I, I just tried to honor every day what I wanted and like took the pressure off of myself Also knowing that, okay, throughout this pregnancy journey, I I do hope to transition back into a normal diet. I am going to try to infuse it. Like last night I had veggies with my dinner, which is like a big moment for me. I actually had a salad, but like just really listening to your body, especially this first trimester and like allowing yourself the space, like not eat perfect because you just need to do the best that you can. 
Okay, the second thing that I also really wanted to mention is not just preparing your body for changes and preparing your diet for changes in the first trimester and being able to like adjust to this. But I think what was really tough for me is like the mental adjustment of, okay, I have no desire to work out, but even if I am working out, I am scared to do things and push myself. I actually was really experiencing this ahead of the 5K we did for the Fit Girl Fall Challenge. Um, We did the, the turkey trot on Thanksgiving Day, just like we did last year. But I was so excited. And of course, I was even talking to Josh. I'm like, I can't not do this. Like, I don't want to be a fraud. And like, I I didn't want to like tell you guys I wasn't doing it, but I ended up doing it. It was something that I went back and forth on. And I I was a little scared because I had taken a little bit of time off because I felt so sick the first trimester. So I became a little bit more deconditioned. I wasn't doing my runs like I typically thought I was going to. And so, you know, what I did is I, you know, decided, okay, even if I run really slow, if I feel like I'm not like pushing myself to that limit, because I was honestly just so scared because it was so early in my first trimester doing this all, I still, you know, wanted to be able to do it. And I think what really evolved for me this first trimester and what will happen in your pregnancy journey too, if you're not there quite yet, but you're preparing yourself is you might come in super fit, super balanced, super healthy. Like I was doing workout programs left and right, like going to the gym consistently four days a week at minimum. You know, uh, like I like working out consistently, especially for mental health. But I definitely had moments and days where I realized, okay, I physically actually don't feel good. So I, you know, have transitioned my goals. Okay, what would it look like if I walked a lot more and I actually took a complete break from strength training? What if I, um, you know, did a little bit of jogging and running or, you know, hop on the bike instead of, you know, having to do this intense strength training program and I actually drop the weights in my strength training program. I don't do the workouts in like the proper orders anymore. Like I really go a little bit more intuitively off of how I feel. And I, I think a lot of times so many women and even in like fitness journeys too, like we want to follow a program. We want to have all this structure, but I've actually been very unstructured, but yet calm in this first trimester. And I just want to give you guys permission that as much as like, I think it's amazing. And I think it's so badass when like women lift all these heavy weights and like do all this intense exercise during their entire pregnancy. Like I want to be fit and healthy in my pregnancy. I want to be that mom that has an awesome delivery, but my goals have shifted so much because there was absolutely a part of me that worked out, of course, for my mental and physical health, but also for aesthetics. And what really changes in pregnancy is it is not for aesthetics. And it's so much more like I think about, okay, how can I be fit and strong and healthy for my baby for this delivery? Even in the first trimester, I'm having these thoughts. And so that was a big shift for me and finding like the bigger reasons to move your body because aesthetics won't always be there as much as it is something that can motivate you in your workouts. And it isn't the sole thing that motivates me, but that definitely was a shift and an adjustment. And gosh, lady, something that I wish I did sooner was buy bigger workout clothes because I became so uncomfortable in some of my old workout clothes pretty darn quickly because workout clothes are pretty tight. And I I do think part of that like psychology of like being self-conscious and feeling like, oh my gosh, my body is shifting in the gym. Like looks like I'm gaining weight, even though literally like I don't even have a real bump yet. Like it's this whole big thing. But, you know, that was really, really something that um, really stood out to me is the whole fitness aspect of this, because I usually have been so consistent with my fitness and put on those workout clothes and feel amazing going to the gym. And the, the reason behind my fitness journey, the intention of it all really had to shift and change, especially once I found out that I I was pregnant, that I did have to modify some things. And I just wanted to be really safe and careful, but also still have this balance of like, I still want to be fit, active and healthy. So finding this balance was definitely difficult for me, but I feel like I am getting there, especially as my symptoms now aren't as intense as I'm nearing the end of my first trimester. 
Okay. And the last thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is, of course, your goals change. You go from potentially wanting to lose weight or wanting to be fitter or just maintaining your progress to, okay, everything changes overnight. And you have to now not just maintain your weight, perhaps the first trimester, but you're actually thinking about my body is going to begin to change. And while for the majority of my first trimester, my weight actually didn't change, my fluids and my bloating in my stomach and just feeling super puffy, that immediately is how my body responded, even when I hadn't even gained any weight on the scale. And so I think a big part of the first trimester as someone who's fit going into this new journey for myself, and I can really respect for other women who are going through it and know that it's a struggle, is preparing for your body to change and experiencing those changes in real time. And there's this aspect of not being able to tell people in this weird area of like, okay, I don't have this big belly bump yet. You know, do people just think I'm getting fat? But also like the body comments and just like, like you're looking at yourself every day, you can be super critical, which is why something that I consistently reiterated to myself in my first trimester, and it wasn't always easy. I'm not here to say that I felt like a million bucks every day mentally, but something that I really tried to do is remember that this is for growing a baby and a human inside of me. And my body is going to change. It isn't going to change overnight. You are going to feel different even early on in your first trimester, but your body is going to change, but it's going to change and your life is going to become so different, so much better, but it can only happen when you allow your body to do what it needs to do. And I actually tried to focus less on, okay, post baby, what's going to happen with my body. And I really tried to focus on the present moment and really also try to enjoy the fact that, wow, like each week that goes by, I am pregnant. Look at the body changes that are happening. Of course, there were times where it was difficult if you see the scale go up or you don't fit into your pants or you're seeing a belly being able to grow. But I think at the same time, it's, you know, you've, you've prayed for this. You've prayed to expand your family. You've you no know, wanted to become a mother. It's such a beautiful thing, but I think us women need to all rally around each other and um, support each other during these times, not make body comments that are negative, of course. I mean, the, the women out there in TSN aren't doing this on the internet, but you know, it, it is a difficult time, especially for a population, you know, us women that we do care about how we look and how we look drastically influences our body confidence and you know how we feel about ourselves and how we put ourselves out there. But I think it's important not to run away from this during pregnancy and you know, have someone you can either talk to about it with. That was really helpful with my friends, especially my friends that are actively pregnant right now alongside me, um, being able to talk about the body changes, being able to joke about things, buy those new, new clothes, buy the new jeans, girl. You know, Honestly, don't even wear jeans. I have had no desire to wear jeans. You will not see me in my cute mom clothes. When my baby comes, hell yeah, I want to wear some matching outfits. But you know, I, th- I think it can be really tough. And I know it is very scary for the body changes that happen. But I think coming from a place of gratitude of, you know, I actually now can't wait. I, I know I might feel different when it happens, but I can't wait for my belly to get big and know that there's a baby inside of there and know that that baby's mine and Josh's and, you know, we're going to be able to start this beautiful life. And what's what's really incredible is the body bounces back. And I always hear this from my girlfriends that have given birth and you know, I've had multiples like, you know, your body is going to change and it will never be the same, but your body, this is, this is so for a moment in time, it is not forever. And that's what I keep really reminding myself, which is especially important for any woman that is scared about the body changes that happen. Of course, you know, I haven't been there and done that yet. I've honestly only coached women through it, but you know, at the same time, 
What I do know and what I do firmly really believe is our bodies are put on earth to do this. The female body is so incredible. Um, you know, every symptom, as much as I hated it, it always reminded me, hey, I'm pregnant. Look at what's happening. My body knows exactly what I need to do. So riding the wave, remembering why, you know, you're doing this, remembering why this is happening and, you know, just, just allowing yourself to enjoy the process, but definitely having a good support system listening to podcasts, reading books, trying to have some sort of community that can can really help you through this, whether it's family members, friends, or even hopefully this podcast episode. I hope it gives you guys some comfort, especially if you're in the first trimester like me, you're reminiscing on your symptoms or honestly still dealing with some of the body changes postpartum yourself. So anyway, guys, I am pregnant. I can't believe it. We're almost done with the first trimester, baby. And I just want to say thank you for being part of this journey with me. And thank you for supporting this new chapter, what I call a new era of Hot Healthy Never Hungry and the sorority nutritionist. So let's do it. I love you guys. And I will see you next time. Hey, girlfriend. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you'd like to learn more about eating right for fat loss and never gaining weight back, I'll be continuing this party on Instagram where you can find me at sorority.nutritionist posting inspiration every single day. Also, if you're wondering where to get started on your journey, be sure to head to the sororitynutritionist.com backslash quiz to take my free quiz that will tell you why you aren't losing weight and what you can begin to do about it so you can see progress faster. You can also find any other links and resources mentioned in the show at the sororitynutritionist.com under free resources. I hope you have such a beautiful day and I will see you next time, girlfriend.